Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 15. The foot carries a heavy load, for the whole body would cease to move without it. The workings of each part would be of no effect if the feet did not carry them to their appointed task. Yet near no one thinks them lovely. In fact, we torture them with uncomfortable dressings in an attempt to make them more appealing but in actuality only achieve to hinder them and make them less effective. This particular member of the body reminds me of John the Baptist, a man of the wilderness, not lovely, not made effective by fancy apparel, not beloved for his great usefulness in the kingdom of God, not by man anyway. In fact, he was imprisoned bound up for doing his job too well, applauded by heaven, but hated by hell. He told the king of his sins. He pointed his finger at him like Nathan the prophet did to David. But this king was wicked and selfish of heart, having been appointed by man and not God. And his response to it was very different than David's was. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 8 tells us, Reprove a scorner, and he will hate you for it. Yet when you rebuke a wise man, he will thank you for it. John the Baptist rebuked a prideful, arrogant, wicked, selfish, scornful man and ended up in prison for it. Maybe in lesser degrees, maybe not, but many a faithful man and woman of God has found themselves in this spot, the same place that John the Baptist did. But I tell you, my friend, that it's not the foot's fault if it is put in chains or bound to a prison wall for carrying the body to a place undesired by a wicked opposition, as was the position of John the Baptist. After all, it was only doing its job. He was fulfilling his purpose with commitment and faithfulness. So I want to remind you today that there are positions in the body of Christ that are reserved for the most determined. These positions be uncomely, weighty, tiring, laboring, and very few will love you for doing it. But while John the Baptist sat in his prison being despised and rejected both by men and demons, he was being applauded by the very king of heaven. In Luke chapter 7 verse 24 we read the words of Jesus, And when the messengers of John were departed, Jesus began to speak unto the people concerning John. What went ye out into the wilderness for to see? A reed shaken of the wind? In other words, did you go out there to behold nothing? No, what went ye out there for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Of course not, that wasn't the M.O. of John the Baptist. Behold, for they which are gorgeously apparelled 
live delicately in king's courts. So what went ye out into the wilderness to see? A prophet? Yes, I say unto you, and much more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. For I say unto you, Among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. One like John the Baptist is never really appreciated until they're gone. Just like one never really thinks much about the usefulness of their foot until they have none. Yet God says that upon the seemingly less comely parts is the greater honor bestowed. So my friend, I assure you of this, that others may not see your burden of service, but nevertheless, they could not do their part alone. Without you, the body as a whole would be immobile. So keep praying, keep prophesying, keep serving, keep setting the stage for the one that comes after. And don't worry when good men ignore you and evil men revile you. The king sees your worth. After all, he is the one who fashioned you for your purpose. And great will be your reward in eternity. Just don't get discouraged or offended with your position in the temporary because you don't see how it's preparing the way for the greater things that are coming. In Luke chapter 7, verse 22, it says, Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things you have seen and heard. He wanted him to know what he had prepared the way for, at least in part, to ease his heart. He said how the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised to life again. To the poor the gospel is preached, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. That part was for John. O oh Lord, help us to grab hold today of this great wisdom, that you work in the bigger picture. You work through history. And Lord, we each have a part to play in it. And it may seem simplistic in the moment because we see such a small stitch in the tapestry that you are weaving. But when we step back on the shores of eternity and see how we had a part to play in the greater things that you were bringing about, oh God, how are we and the angels and the saints are going to dance and sing and shout and praise you that you were willing to use us? as foundation pieces because you don't get to see the foundation but the house can't stand without it so when the enemy comes and tries to speak doubt about the validity of the positions and commissions that you have given us those in the unseen the prayer warrior the prophet many times the true apostle the one that's being sent to set the stage to build to make the way for the evangelist that's coming because all the world sees is the glory of the one who is up there preaching the word. But they don't know the price that was paid for the foundation that was laid by the obedient servant who heard a word from the Lord. And went and served and prayed and obeyed until you finished it. Thank you, Lord, 
for the John, the Baptists. And God, we pray for strength to stand against all the attacks of the enemy, the blasphemies, the attacks, the slanders, the herits that don't want to hear the truth. And so they come against those who are willing to speak to prepare the way for you. Because Matthew chapter 5 verse 11 says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. For my sake, rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so did they persecute the prophets which were before you. Lord, let us rejoice in trial and tribulation, in opposition, in attack, in the revelation that there is no greater endorsement under heaven than to be hated by hell. Lord, let us never come discouraged as we sit in that prison cell like John did when he started to question. Did I miss it? Lord, we know we don't see the end from the beginning, but you have a plan and we have a place in it. So let your will be done. Use us for your purposes, whether they be in the scene or in service, as long as we accomplish your purpose. Because you said in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 23, that those members of the body which we think to be less honorable upon these members is bestowed more abundant honor. And our uncomely or unlovely parts have been given more abundant comeliness. For the lovely parts, they have no need. But God hath tempered all the body together, him giving more abundant honor to that part which seemingly lacked. God, we saw a demonstration of this in John the Baptist. He preached, he prepared the way, he was obedient to recede out of the limelight to give you the stage. He said that I must decrease so that you can increase. He understood his position was for a season. And when the enemy rose up against him and he sat in that prison, he felt very uncomely. But yet you bestowed a greater honor on him than upon any of the disciples that stood with you as you healed and delivered men. You commended him before all of creation. Thank God for a man willing to carry the weight of his position. Lord, give us the wisdom, the patience, the humility, and the determination of John the Baptist. God, we pray today for those who have felt unseen and unneeded, that you give them a fresh revelation of their place in the body, Lord, that there be no competition and that nobody give up their position because that they feel like they are not the hand or the eye or the ear. We can't all be the same part. We've got to work together as a body, selflessly obeying the leading of the head, which is Christ. He is the true leader of the true church. There are many people who have taken authorities that they were not given, who have usurped Christ himself who are moving in an antichrist spirit oh but that's not the true church of Jesus Christ the true church of Jesus Christ is led by the Holy Spirit and we each obey our part in it to achieve the greater objectives of the kingdom of heaven and we ourselves will never fully even comprehend it nor understand the part that we're playing in it until we see it all from the other side of eternity but we are willing in faith to say, God, use me. No matter how big or small, 
we will answer. Let us be encouraged today that you see all and every little thing that we do in obedience to you, every prayer that we pray led by your Holy Spirit is setting a stage that your glory might enter into it because you will not move in anything made by man's hands, but only that which is a working of your Holy Spirit, directing men and women and even children to do that which they could not do except that you had equipped them and sent them. And we do it all in the name of Jesus for this and this alone leaves a lasting testimony of the power, validity, and deity of Jesus. Because Jesus, this was the greatest message and teaching that John the Baptist was able to leave us. That everything we say and do must always point to you. His life, his death, his glorious moments, his years in the wilderness, everything he was, was to turn men's eyes to you. Pierce our hearts that we may be willing to decrease daily that you might increase mightily. Father, we pray for unity in the body of Christ. Unity that will only come through humility as each person assumes their role in obedience to your leading. Lord, we repent of any time that we listened to the enemy and want it to lead, want it to be seen, want it to be the most comely part. Lord, let us truly come to believe that many of the unseen are the most valued in the kingdom. God, it was never your intention for there to be division in the body. So let us lay down denominationalism. Let us lay down strife, vainglory, and contention. Let us lay down pride and arrogance. Let us lay down self-importance. Let us lay down a sense of preeminence and let us pick up the cross and the gospel and the message of Jesus. Let us seek to lift others up, to esteem others better than self, to propel them into their callings, to encourage them in their giftings, to connect them to their purposes, to position them in their commission. Help us, God, to be humble, obedient, effective men and women in the kingdom of God, like John the Baptist. Give us the strength to carry others into their destiny, no matter what it costs, even while bearing the weight of carrying our own cross. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.